Hey guys, we've got a great show lined up for you today on Minivan Men. We've got sitting in for Chris Spencer, Adam Spiegelman. He is a movie buff, and we're going to talk about some of the bad movies he's seen. We're also going to talk about the gifts we got for our wives and girlfriends for Valentine's Day. We're also going to discuss when to show Star Wars and Superman to your three-year-old. And lastly, Al Madrigal is going to tell us about how he taught his daughter how to ride a bike. Stay tuned to find out what happened. Hello and welcome to the Minivan Men. I'm Maz Jobrani. We've got Al Madrigal dialed in from New York City where he's working on The Daily Show. Go, Al. Properly this time, also with good microphone. I apologize so much for all my microphone issues, but it really did take me to get a new MacBook and a lot of effort went into an expense, people, with no donation button, just all out of our own pocket or my own pocket. Um, this recording equipment, which is, um, my wife has no idea how much money has been spent. Uh, she did find out about the new computer. I brought that home, but my old one, the old MacBook black 13 inch that I had was legitimately six years old. So I felt like I got good use out of that. So, um, again, that's a lot of expense. That's dated nowadays. This is the Al Magical 2.0. You're listening to <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yeah, up there. And we have uh, Chris Spencer is not with us tonight, so we have uh, a guest with us, uh, Adam Spiegelman. Hello. Hello. Whom uh, Adam was, uh, he was the talent booker on uh, Lopez, on the Lopez Tonight Show. He booked all three of us to be uh, do our stand-up there. He was also uh, the original... One of the worst worst television sets I've, sets I've ever had, by the way. Oh, really? You had a bad set there? We almost got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> they almost stopped the show in the middle of Al's set. George is like, well, I just, they, I, there was at a point where they were taking, Lopez was doing this thing and it was, I think, a mandate from the network not to do any Latino references, which is, you know, in hindsight, it's got to be ridiculous for everybody. I think it was, it seemed ridiculous then, but they wouldn't let you do your material as written if there were Mexican references in there really you could i don't know what did i produce you alan that you did and uh we had to change (laughs) cholo soccer dad to (laughs) gangster dad wow yeah i uh i have to take the hit for that wait a minute so that that reaches what a wider audience that means like black people watching might be like oh well okay he's talking to me then i'm gangster i get it yeah there were no or george was the mexican guy they didn't want anybody else that's doing it not because they were not nothing to do with george not wanting another mexican it was that they thought the show was too mexican they hired a mexican whose act talks about being mexican yeah if you have two mexicans on a show that's that you've you've gone beyond your quota you need to fill the quota and then stop well, just ridiculous. Yeah, and Al doesn't talk a lot about being Mexican. Yeah, you don't. You just so, make a couple of references. Which Hilarious. we had to take out. Right. It's just it really <laughs> is just a, some references. So, so Adam, <laughs> so, Adam produced uh, that, uh, in, in, uh, and then he also was our original producer on Minivan Men. The good episode. And then you're you're forgetting a huge credit for Adam. He was a producer for years and years and years. A segment producer on Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel was there. Yeah. This guy's done stuff. And uh, senior segment producer. But anyway, it's not about titles. Listen. Yeah. Because uh, I, I got that instead of money, so I could uh, I could say that as much as I can. Uh, they, they, you know, that, that's always funny when they when they do that to you. Listen, we don't have any money, but we're bumping you up. Oh no, I had to fight for that too. To yeah. senior junior producer, <laughs> you're now senior junior. Yeah, nothing. And now we've been also, and everyone should know, we've really been courting Adam to come back and be our producer. 
here on Minivan Men, but um, got, not interested. Well, can you give me a really good title and no money? <laughs> because <that's, laughs> apparently I'm a sucker for that. I'll do anything for a good title. Listen, if you come to my house, I the guys know I, you get pomegranate juice. That stuff isn't cheap. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a high end juice. Pretty expensive. It's high. I never even heard of that. Oh yeah, pomegranate you offered juice. That palm? when I came in. Yes, sir. That or water. That, well, Usually it's like or I water down or water. the palm juice. Oh yeah, that was the other option. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how well the well the jabronis are doing is that they actually have palm juice on tap. They do there in the house. Yeah, it comes through the faucet. Al, you don't know this. You so you're not here, but I have my own nanny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While I'm here the whole yeah. time, Moz yeah. is letting me his nanny. Thank yes. you very much. Yeah. She's, she's, I have some stuff in my beard. She's cleaning it she's off. Amazing. <laughs> yes, it's very nice. Somebody just, just burped to you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, fantastic. No, I mean, I don't know what you guys need for me to produce. Well, we just, we really want to take it to another level in terms of the segment. Sometimes we're a little all over the place. And I think it's just uh, wanting to get better. When we did work together, and this is like the first three episodes, if you go back and you listen. Brilliant. Adam was there keeping us on track. And Jorge, Adam was also the person that introduced us to Jorge, our sound guy. But um, no kickback? No. Fucking Jorge. <laughs> <Not> a special <laughs> $5 per hour goes back to Spiegelman. Jorge, is it true? Uh, so we are very lucky to have had that introduction, and Jorge's been great, and he times us and keeps us on track. But it would be nice to have, you know, more produced segments. We talked about it. So maybe if we sweeten the deal, we got to figure out something to... Um, we need to find a sponsor. We need some money. Anyone out there who's got a company... Looking to sponsor the show. Yeah, uh, you got a limo service. You need to promote. Well, you guys are kids. I mean, you have a niche market of, of parents. Essentially, well, listening, you know, right? and that's what it is. I, I just, you know, me and Maz will talk about it, but um, I, I, there's got to be some sort of compensation that we could offer. Anyway, we'll figure it How about out. Neosporin. But- Neosporin should promote. Should- <laughs> Wait, I thought you were offering me Neosporin. No, no, Neosporin <laughs> yeah. will, will give us some, some, some Neosporin. Uh-huh. Like, like that's all we're asking for. If they give us some free Neosporin. Then when you come here, we can hand you boxes of Neosporin. Oh. Then you can sell it on uh, Craigslist, and there's your payment. Sell it. I'm going to bathe in it. I'm very excited. Pay yeah. in it, yeah. Who gets the Neosporin you know, for free? You'll be fully healed, my friend. No, I think, no, you I know, think I yeah, we, I would lo- you know, it's very nice of you to say, but you guys are, are, are doing great, I think, without me. But I think, uh, honestly, I was working a lot at the time. You guys want to record during the day. Right now we're recording at night. But I knew I didn't. you needed someone to record. I knew the right guy who could do it. And uh, for a second, it's as happening. a Jew, I thought maybe I can overcharge them and make a little <laughs> money on top. Way to go. Otherwise, I was well, like, no, 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 they can't do that. And yeah, I had to. Work. So that's a little taste of what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, we again, we are trying to get better and trying to improve this thing. Um, and then also, we've talked in the past, and I hope you don't, have you. Uh, Adam has a lovely girlfriend. He's single. Um, have you proposed to this girlfriend? No, yet? we just moved in together. I'm 40. I don't want to rush it. Okay. How long, how long have you guys been dating? We've been dating um, for a while. How long for, uh, exactly? That means over 10 years. No, no, no. This Two we, years. We dated for a little bit, broke up, and then we dated for over a year. Yeah, almost two years. I don't know. So are you guys, because Valentine's Day, uh, now this will air next week, but Valentine's Day was just, just passed. What did you do for Valentine's Day? Anything well, special? This year was, last year was more, was more special. I rented a, she works downtown, so I rented a hotel downtown, and we stayed down there. Nice. This year we, were, we just moved in together. She had a big day at work t- yesterday, so 
<laughs> we were, she didn't want to do anything, so I, I made a nice dinner and bought her some gifts. So you just so. got yourself a room downtown. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Like, I was drinking some canned beer and having a good time. Good Who needs you. it? I'm out. What type of um, gifts did you get her? Because I mean, she's like, because I, I, my theory is that well, it'd be, just, you know, the gifts drop, you know, drop off at some point. Like me and my wife, I had, um, you know, I'm remote. I took her out to dinner on Saturday night at this place, Rivera downtown. And then I, because I was back in town, and then I sent over on Valentine's Day Coit carpet cleaners, took a carpet, an area rug, and um, had it steamed for. That's what I did. That's beautiful. That is romantic. (laughs) (laughs) I feel just as bad buying my girlfriend uh, a new phone, an iPhone. That's good. That's nice. It's nice. And... But it's it, but it feels like the carpet cleaning thing. It's like not romantic. It's practical. You know she needs it. Yeah, but you know the, it would go a long way. This day and age, I think if you are you, what, are you going with a nice phone, of course you're not going yeah. like with some old school. It's rotary. I don't know if that's nice. Or yeah, not. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I have to. It has a camera, but it needs film. But okay. it's thirty five millimeters. That's, right. so that's yeah. not bad. It's not that's bad. not a bad idea. Go back. Yeah, go <laughs> old school. Uh, ch- but chocolates and flowers, or the you know the hacky, like anything like that that's disposable. You want to get her something that's useful, right? I mean, it, right. But I got, yes. So this weekend we're supposed to do something nice. I think in her mind she couldn't get anything for me. This is this is what I want to talk to you guys about. She thought she couldn't get anything for me in time for Valentine's Day. So she's like, let's move to Saturday because she had to work so much. But in my mind, it's not about me at all. Like, it's about her. It's all about right. her. It's about the guy doing something right for her. Like, there should be no pressure on her to do something. No. Yeah, but I mean, that, but that's part of her saying, I want to do, I want to do something for me. Like, I do, I do this a lot. Like, I love buying, the gifts I love buying my wife are when um, it was like a concert. Like, for example, I'm a fan of John Legends. I like John Legends. He was opening for Sade. My wife likes Sade. If you're a, so huge, like, if you're a huge fan, you know it's uh, just they, he dropped the S off of uh, the... John Legend. It's just John Legend. I didn't say John Legends. I think it sounds like... Uh, maybe it's a connection. <laughs> oh, did I add an S? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he and I... <laughs> That's more than one. Yeah, there's a couple of John tribute, Legends out there. And I, it depends. God, it depends which one you get. I yeah. can't believe you said that. No, but but but, but my point is, I got. <laughs> wow. I like I like getting... You're such a racist. Go ahead. Know, well, you know, um, they all look alike. Um, <laughs> no, but the, um, the I get gifts. That's my favorite gifts to get, are gifts that then we can enjoy together. Kind of like I think what your girlfriend's doing, which is saying, let's go out to dinner, have a good it's time. It's a date night. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I love, yeah, you get gifts like that. Like when you get a gift where it's like, I mean, first of all, I don't even know what to get. I, I'm the worst. I, I, I'm like, just just take the money and get it. Or let's go to get, I mean, I, the, the Coming up with the idea is worse than actually buying it, right? I can I can pay for it. I can go get it. But thinking of it Yeah, and, but not only that, but it's like, part. but if you, like, if you go get an item for your girlfriend or your wife, whether it's lingerie, or his jewelry, or whatever, if she hasn't told you this is what I like, and you know, mm-hmm. you're going to mess it up. You're yeah. going to mess it up. If I you Don't send me to get jewelry. I'm going to get the wrong thing, and I'm going to hand it to her, and she's going to have to act surprised for a second. She's going to go, oh. And now I'm long enough into the relationship where my wife would be like, what the hell is this? Oh, no, she can't do that now. Yeah, yeah. But she did, which is smart, we, she bought some jewelry from this place she really liked. And this is when I was living by myself. She left the top of the box with the name of the place. Yeah in my kitchen uh, like just in case <laughs> and i had that in my back pocket 
And I was fucking, this is going to be great. This is be great. And when we moved, I lost it in the move. Oh. So now I got to look around. Well, now we live in the same place, so I can snoop around her jewelry and look for the guy's name. Snoop around her jewelry. Yeah, but it's, it's you downtown. Know, it's so easy to get to. But it, you know what? I think every woman should have, this is what it should be. Every woman, once you get into a relationship, should tell their husband, boyfriend, whatever, be like, look, Jenny knows my tastes. You want to get something? Call Jenny. She'll tell you what to get. Like they need to. Like it's but like a go-to person. You, I don't know. I, I feel nah. like you should be able to do that stuff on your own a little bit too. And you got her a you. carpet cleaner from Coit, Al. <laughs> you were wrong, Al. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Look, sitting over here, but I think you were wrong. I've stopped trying. That's what I set low expectations, and then boom, I come in and I surprise you every once in a while. You think you're getting carpet cleaner, and then whoop, flowers show up. Vacuum cleaner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's boom, a dustpan. I get somebody who come over and wash the cars. So um, I just I really do think uh, the lingerie thing you can't do that constantly or else you're creepy, and yeah. um, even if it's your own wife or girlfriend, you're like here. Uh, yeah, sorry. when a dude when a dude tells me that he's like every year gets something like the romantic, I'm like, there's something wrong with you. What do you like, mean? The, the like I've, I've heard of people that are like I like every year I get my girlfriend or wife whatever like the past ten years every year every birthday every I love shopping for them I love I'm like you're off I'm like there's something wrong <laughs> yeah yeah you know what I'm saying you, yeah how do you know what to get oh like that but it's like how do you get so excited about it? you've been together ten years I love my wife have a great time we go out but it's like first of all I don't I don't like shopping for myself right much less going out going like I don't get I wouldn't get excited about ooh I'm getting her. You know. How about this? If your wife can tell you exactly what to get her, then she forgets what it is. Then when you give it to her, it's an actual surprise. That's good. Because you want those two things. You want the right thing, and you want her to be happy and surprised. So you're saying ask what she wants, yeah. then give her some roofies, right. knock her out. Knock her out. <laughs> and then come Hit back. Hit her over the head and be like, with hey, a mallet. Look yeah. what I, I got you an ice pack. I got you an ice pack. Because someone hit you over the head with a mallet. Yeah. I think those are that would work. I feel like also you things. can Google anything. So if we do Google... On top ten Valentine's gifts, or anything like that, that some good advice is out there. Every question has been asked. Well, let me just say, and- if I was your producer, I would have Googled that already. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not here to, you know, you're doing a great job, but <laughs> I'm just saying that I would have had that Googled, printed, you know. So copied. that's why Neil Sporn sponsor us so we can get <laughs> uh, Adam Spiegelman. Uh, hey, listen, guys, we got to take a quick break, uh, and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about uh, other things going on. And um, I'm constantly going to encourage Adam to propose to his girlfriend. Let's talk about other things. We can talk about Neil Sporin. We can <laughs> no. talk about Ben Gay. Just, we can talk about tons of stuff. Just do it, man. You're gonna. I, I'm worried. I'm worried about this. We'll be back. We don't have to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing and you're, you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. Go down to where it says comments and say, hey, I think you're groovy. All right, we're back. This is Maz Jobrani. We've got uh, uh, Al Madrigal out of New York, and we've got Adam Spiegelman here uh, guesting today in place of Chris Spencer. Adam, how do people find you? Are you on Twitter? or I'm on the Twitter. I'm on the Facebook. Um, I have a show called Proudly Resents. It's a podcast, and uh, you're, you'll be on it next week, next Wednesday. So Twitter is at Proudly Resents. You go to iTunes, look for Proudly Resents. 
Facebook. We have our own Facebook page. It's a great show. You guys got to check it out. So what Adam does is he uh, has guests on, and we review bad movies. And uh, and um, uh, what was interesting, we were just talking about, because Adam is, you're, you're, I, I could call you a film buff. You, you are. I'm, but with bad films. I'm obsessed with films that are supposed to be good but are terrible. Like people intended them to be good, and you know whatever movie popped in your mind, that movie I love. Right. Okay. So you had me. Like you guys can listen. We went. I went on and I um, reviewed the game Fair Game, the movie Fair Game with um, uh, Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. I mean, that's fish in a barrel. You got yeah. Cindy Crawford acting yeah. with Billy Baldwin, who's only the second tier Billy uh, Baldwin, so that's not so bad. Yeah. But, but no Alex- one, ex- no one expected that to be good. There's no way. Well, when they made it, they thought we're going to make some money off of this. You know, people are going to go. Cindy was hot at the time. They're trying to make money off of her. Al, have you done Adam's show yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, Uh, you have. You and Chris Spencer. Oh, we were on together when when Maz. That's right. When you were just having a baby, I think. Oh, you guys did. We were going to do Minivan Man, but you had to have a baby. Yeah, yeah. So we did my show, and that's a great episode. Those are you two guys just talking about being in films, and 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 Chris, who's not here today, worked for one of the greatest worst directors of all times uli bowl is considered like the steven spielberg of crappy filmmakers hilarious he's this guy out of germany that there's a loophole in the taxes that if you spend some money on film you get it back or something so he spends like 60 million dollars but all his movies he's made about 10 of them are based on video games so uh in the name of the king dungeon siege is a really popular one um it has burt reynolds in it and jason statham so chris is in two of them Hilarious. Wow. So and it was he, you, just an evil black guy? Uh, probably. Or the funny black guy. One <laughs> yeah. or the other. Oh, really? Uh, he was in the sequel to... <laughs> the guy <laughs> makes sequels to these terrible films. How do you he, how do you get that audition? Your agents like Uli Boll wants you to go. There's going to be shooting Germany. Before you say no. No, you know what it is? It's a bag of money. Because Ray Liotta is in this movie. Um, I said Jason Statham. There's all these big star or bigish stars. Yeah. And it's just... I interviewed Ray Liotta, coincidentally, after he made that movie. And he's he's supposed to be a wizard, yeah. but he's dressed like he's in Goodfellas. Like Hilarious. He, it lo- his robe, his um, cape looks like just a robe that you wear. It looks <laughs> denim. That's and hilarious. Everyone keeps their own accent. So Burt Reynolds and Jason Statham have their own accents. Matthew Lillard. And, and they're supposed to be in like medieval times. I thought um, of you uh, recently because I was in, when I went out for my first Daily Show piece, I went to a small town in Georgia, Ella J, Georgia, and I, we pulled over at a truck stop, and I found, they had a movie rack, and I found a movie with Harvey Keitel and John Panette that, oh no. um, it was called, I think it was called The the Last Mobster or something, and it sure. was, um, do you know it? No, but it sounds right, like Panette. Is the the last is the son of a big mobster and no uh, he, they no. took a Korean comedy star and made him the adopted son of Harvey Keitel hilarious oh that is great so there's money coming from somewhere and they're able to afford Keitel again a bag exactly of money. yeah and John yeah. Panette's like I guess I want to break into acting I'll, sure. you know, he's a great I'll comic do it guy. and I'll establish myself here and um <laughs> then I will people promote myself to other roles it'll be great. Whatever Sp- oh, no. Chris Spencer's agent said to Chris, that's what yeah. John Bennett was told. Yeah. They, hey, look, I think they been, coincidentally have the same management company. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's, been, it's been a while since I've done a big film, so I'm ready to be the lad mo- last mobster's kid if, if needs be. Would you do that? No, I don't. Well, 
don't yeah, know. I think you're at a point. A bag you of know. money, yeah. Why not? Bag of money. A bag of money. Turn out they, a bag of money. You, you go to New Zealand. You shoot for you, three weeks. I think you go into something like that. This we talked about this on your show. We go, you go into it with like the you, like you got you go you know what this is gonna is gonna be fine. It's gonna be good. We're gonna turn this into something. We're turning into something. And then and then every day as it goes by, you notice something is off, and it gets more and more off. And you're and you're like, oh, the script isn't completed. Oh, okay. Oh, Harvey Keitel has not committed yet. Oh, she all right. He said he was a star. He was a star. No. Oh, okay. You got his brother. That's fine. You know, that's <laughs> it's so funny because I had the exact same experience. Now that you're mentioning that, because I did that this bad movie with um, Cuba Gooding Jr. and uh, Christian Slater, and we shot it up in Spokane. But I, I really did get offered it. Didn't have to audition. Got offered it the day before I was supposed to fly up. So somebody canceled. And then I went up to um, Spokane, and then I heard, well, it was supposed to be Ving Rhames. You know, Ving Rhames dropped out. You You're, took Ving Rhames' place? Cuba Gooding Jr. took, no, I'm not the oh, logical oh, replacement oh, 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 for Ving say, Rhames. <laughs> did you bulk up in New York? What's going yeah. on? Shave your head. All right, here, put on this makeup. You can do it. And uh, <laughs> No, it, it, yeah, I'm the logical replacement for Ving Rhames. No, I, the, that's where Cuba Gooding Jr. came in. And I think it was, that's what they described it as. Um, they said it's the, Al, Christian Slater, yeah. Al, this is a CG. And I go, what's that? Cash grab, my friend. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And they were yeah. up there, and then they sent me the script in final draft, which anybody, like any good movie, they're releasing pages, and they don't want anything to leak out or anything. So they would like give that. it to you in PDF, so you can't, you can't change it. Exactly. They give it to you in final draft so you could write your own. <laughs> like, no. Here's my revision. Can you write the last scene for us, Al, while you're there? <laughs> they really did say, go for it. Whatever you got, if you want to punch anything up, let's see what you got. Hilarious. I wonder and, where the money came from or where they thought the money was going to come from later on. Like the well, it's all foreign box office. So that just because huge. My brother was in Mexico um, you know, a year later, and he's on a flight from Mexico City to Guadalajara or something like that. And he looks over, and the guy's wa uh, guy in a cowboy hat in first class is watching the movie, laughing What's it called? his ass off. Uh, it is called Lies and Illusions. I don't want people to run out and find it either. Beautiful. We should review it on yeah. your. Uh... You come on, and we'll review it. Yeah, with you on it though. Sure, sure, sure. I'll do that. I did a I did a movie like I was talking about like the brother. It's funny because like they they throw the brother of whatever. I did this movie. <laughs> I forget. I don't even remember what it was called anymore. Mind Games, um, and it was uh, 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 Martin Sheen's brother. <laughs> so I'm like, well, he's got to be good at acting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even the star. He was just in it. They're like, they're like, yeah, yeah. We got Martin Sheen's brother. It was actually this guy I know who did the movie, and I so and Charlie I Sheen's uncle. Is Charlie Sheen's uncle. So it you, depends on what if it, who's hot. Like right after Platoon, they're like, it's Charlie Sheen's uncle. It's <laughs> just funny, During man. During West Wing. It's Martin Sheen's brother. Yeah. So, and again, in your mind, you're like, well, you know, it's got to be pretty good. I mean, you know, Martin Sheen's brother's doing it. <laughs> Why should not? <laughs> well, Lost Boys 3 is actually a really good film. I recommend it. Lost Boys 2 is a huge piece of crap with Kiefer Sutherland's brother in it playing like the lead vampire because no he was in the first one 20 years ago that's awesome that's so funny. but the but way shockingly the third one's good the, the justification for me taking that part was also this is like the comedy club the b room comedy club that i tried headlining at before i was in i wanted you know you make there's a certain comfort level i think you get from being in front of the camera after a while and so you want to get all of the awkwardness out of the way and what a better place to practice than 
something no, you, that really counts. You know, you got to take certain you know gigs as you're going. I mean, it's like you know if you you know yeah if you were you know uh, starring in the next you know Scorsese film that you're not going to take it. But if you're at a point in your career. You know, we all do that. You know, I did a Chuck Norris movie of the week. What? Know? Yeah, man. Did you play the bad guy? No. Oh, that's good. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course you did. I, I do a joke about it. I go like, when you're Middle Eastern and you get a Chuck Norris movie, you, you, you know you're going to die. You know? You're never <laughs> going to be a psychic. Never going to be like Chuck and Hassan saving the world, you know? Yeah. No, Man but I think, house. wouldn't you hire a guy with experience who's done like 30 Uli Bull films and someone who's never done anything? I mean, I think you have to get some kind of experience under your yeah, belt. Yeah, exactly. Even uh, to be an Uli Bull film. There's another classic bad, bad film that people love to watch. It's called Birdemic. And this guy in San Francisco, uh, Al, your hometown, he wanted to make his own movie. And he, it's, it's a ripoff on Hitchcock. He makes these movies that are ripoff on Hitchcock films. He did his own Vertigo. And, and, um, what do you call that one? Uh, Heights. No, it was, <laughs> it was a weird... <laughs> And he got spinning around. Who you know? Who was in Birds? Yeah, the original actress. He in his first movie got her to shoot something, and since it's non-union, he's been using clips of that first shoot in all three movies. So here's a Birds knockoff with, you think the star of the original Birds in it? Oh my! But she's God. really just in the background. But um, and it's great. The 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 Birds don't just move up and down, kind of like Galactica or you know, like a bad yeah. video game, Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, and he can't make him smaller. He doesn't know what he's doing, and it's fantastic. But the woman who stars in it is gorgeous, and I mean, a terrible actress because the leads are the leads are two very white-looking people. But it's written by a guy who is Asian and came to this country doesn't English is a second language. I love it. So they speak like people who are English is second language, <laughs> but they look all American, and the names are like Johnny and Jane. Hilarious. But I met, I went to a screening where they were there, and I was like, this woman could work, like. If I was a manager, I would sign her up and send her out. Like, right. you know, get her some acting lessons or whatever. But starting from the worst movie in the world and then getting some actual work. I think. That is hilarious. So you everybody's got their homework. And um, uh, what else is, you know, who else is gorgeous is your girlfriend. Oh, boy. We're doing uh, well. <laughs> We're doing good. What are you, a Jewish mother? Hey, enough already. Even my own mother doesn't push it. My mother voted uh, against Prop 8. Just in case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what I was talking to Adam about uh, a minute ago was um, I tried to watch. I, I went to a birthday party this past weekend for, for my son, and one of the kids there was a Star Wars fan. So I was talking to one of the dads. I was like, aren't they too young? Because my son's three and a half. I was like, aren't they too young for Star Wars, the original? Because I've been wanting to like watch it in my house with like, I got kind of a nice sound system. I was like, I want to do this. But I was like, I got to wait a little bit. And the dad was like, you know what? It's not that bad. It's not that scary. You could watch it. So I came home and uh, uh, I was like, I'm either going to watch Star Wars or I started singing the theme to Superman. And I was like, maybe we'll do Superman. And uh, now, Jorge, how, how are we doing on time? Because I, I, I mean, okay. So I was like, so I went on Netflix to see if I could get Star Wars. They didn't have Star Wars. So I ended up watching Superman, the original Superman, uh, you know, with Christopher Reeves, that original. Um, and I had my son and the neighbor's kid, so two three-year-olds. And I don't know if any, if you guys remember, Adam remembered it, in the very beginning of Superman that you got the three bad guys with the beards. Sure. Uh, there's two guys and a girl. They look really evil. One of them is Terrence Stamp, and they're being uh, they're in court, and they're being condemned by the Marlon Brando character. And so they come on, and I remembered inst- instantly, I remembered being like eight or nine or whatever age I was, watching that and being scared by those characters. And I'm thinking to myself, are these kids going to be scared by this? 
And my son likes to hone in. So he's he's not saying it. He's just looking. But the neighbor's kid starts going. He's like, where's Superman? I'm like, oh, he's coming. He's coming. And he's like, uh, and he goes, uh, he goes, uh, these guys are scaring me. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and, then, and then I tried to, then I tried to get him through it because I was like, I was like, no, they're bad guys. They're being put in jail. And then there's this laser that comes down that then turns into a mirror and they fly off into space. So I'm like, look at the laser. Isn't that a cool laser? He's like, they're scaring me. And I'm, st- I'm starting to think, okay, I'm affecting these kids' future cycle. Like they're going to turn into serial killers. So I was like, you know, <laughs> screw it. We turned it off and we ended up watching, um, Netflix has the worst Superman cartoons. Like they had a Superman cartoon, Zorro cartoon, and X-Men cartoon. There's no plot. It just starts right in the middle. I'm trying to get something entertaining. And it ended up being like one of these situations where I was so excited. I got them snacks. I, I, I dimmed the lights in the room like it was a movie theater. I was just about to get into it. And I was like foiled again by your youngness. Yes, everything's wasted on a three and a half year old. They're useless. Yeah. Why, why is that? You mean you can't? Because, it, I mean, they are scared. I mean, and look, you, you have something that you want to, you appreciate. As you obviously had some impact on you when you were younger and you remember, I mean, the Star Wars movies, for me, I remember watching it at the Coronet Theater in San Francisco where, you know, Lucas was located up there. That was like his home base. And I watched, I was stood in line seven times. I remember that going over and over again. And it was just, it was huge, but it really doesn't hold up for them because they, I don't know, they're, I feel like they're spoiled and used to no, better think, effects. Sure, you, know, and, you were like, you were, you're the same age as me. So, you, you know, you were five or six, right? Or six or seven when the movie came out. Yeah, you got to yeah, be a little three. older, I think. That's the problem. Yeah. I, think, I think that's the problem is I think I'm, I'm rushing it because I, I honestly think, like, I was just thinking about this today. Take I was it like, slow, man. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking of like have, showing him, um, he's three and a half. So I was thinking of showing him um, uh, the, what was it called? Our Gang? What was it? The, oh, know, Little Rascals. The Little Rascals, yeah, right? You want to teach him racism. Racism, exactly. So, no, I thought, I thought like that's something maybe a three and a half. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was great. Little Rascals was. Yeah, when great you were young, I remember yeah, being yeah. younger, you can, but like Star Wars and these other things, they have some characters that could be pretty freaky to a three and a half year old. I just think Little Rascals was great because it was the only thing on. I mean, we had you know well, there three, cha- there's three channels. Like we only we didn't have <laughs> no. any options. I watched Petticoat Junction as well. Yeah, I watched Petticoat Junction. Was on. Yeah. yeah, Speed no, Racer is a terrible cartoon. Yeah. I watched that every day. Well, Little Rascals, but see the Little Rascals at least they were they were like around their age and they're doing they, you know they're they're causing trouble. I think when your kid, do you ever show those out to your kids, the Little Rascals? No, I think I've shown them Stooges, and they they like Three Stooges. They thought that was sort of funny. Uh, but fun. again, with the the options that they have right now, I mean, there are what four different Batman's available to them. On you can watch the old one on Boomerang, and then they have Batman Brave and the Bold, which is hilarious. I mean, there's just a lot of variety the stuff we and used options. To like the, like the old Batman with Adam West. That was just goofy and fun as a kid. Now I like I, no my, alternatives. my yeah my my uh, uh, my wife had put on like the new Batman on TV and like there's gore and I was like this isn't well there's a Batman for adults there's a Batman for kids there's uh, Batman's for all ages you were just watching the wrong Batman oh, you come were on, you, Batman. <laughs> let's just get one Batman <laughs> Batman Junior no yeah. there's not and then there's uh there's a Spider Man the spectacular Spider Man that might have the best theme song of all time like really I, I, it's the original uh, theme song no it's uh they went and contracted they found I think they exploited somebody on MySpace 
Have you ever seen this? Uh, no, no. Spectacular, spectacular. good and it's a great show and they're funny um i don't know i feel like let your kids watch the updated current versions as well but i'd like to uh i'd like to watch Not something sure. with them but i guess it's i guess it's uh it's too soon star wars too is soon. superman for sure well yeah or yeah. skip over fast forward the first i was saying first part was just to set up the sequel so fast forward over that. You know what the problem was? Here's the problem: is uh, I got excited because um, I, for whatever reason, the theme song. Sometimes I sing it in my head, and I was singing it to my son at uh, I think it was a breakfast or something. And then and then I was like, "That's Superman," and he's and he's looking at me, kind of. He had like a, uh, uh, um, like a, um, like bright bright eyes. He was excited about the theme song, and I brought it on. I brought on my little iPhone, and he thought I was going to show him Superman, and he's like, "Oh, he's excited," you know. And I brought the theme out, and the theme is amazing. I mean, that's is it John Williams? Yeah, yeah. So you know, and he and the theme's going, and I'm like acting out like Superman, and he's like, ah, he's having a great time, and I was like, this is so great. Tonight we're gonna watch Superman. I was so fired up. But I think until it came out, I was like, oh, these guys look. The mistake may have been watching the entire thing. Like you should have just gone straight to him in high school on the football field as the water boy, and then or right to him flying. The kids don't care. You get right to the good stuff. Him flying around the world, turning it backwards. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the whole movie. I wanted to relive the movie. Who else am I going to watch it on my own? I guess that's kind of sad. No, <laughs> no. That's why I can't watch all these Batman. That's why I need kids. But that's so why. That's why it's good shows. to get drunk sometimes. Uh, like when you're on the road and come home at three in the morning and find something like that. They don't put that on anymore. But find some stupid film that you would normally not watch. You could go in halfway through and just watch the rest. That's what. That's what I'm going to see if they ever bring. Are they, are they ever going to bring back Superman to the? T- you said you saw it. Adam said he saw it on uh, on television when they had to add scenes. Yeah, because the movie the movie is two and a half, two and two, two hours, hours fi- fifteen minutes. Right. So remember when movies were on TV, they had to put ads, so it had to be three hours because it was already over two. So they added scenes to make the movie longer. So they added scenes of him saving people, just to uh, the pad out the thing, and it wasn't close enough for the Christopher Reeves still look like that Superman. And you were saying how like, you know, it's true, like back then there was no VCR, so you had to like you had to watch it. That's 3 hours of your time with some breaks in between, but you had to sit there in front of the TV for 3 hours straight. Yeah. To get the whole movie. What a concept. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> oh the movie's God. long enough. Anyway, guys, uh we just did two segments in one because we were so excited about talking about movies and uh who anyone any parents out there don't try to watch Superman with your 3 and a half year olds. At least seven, yeah. right? Seven is Don't that a good try number? to. I mean, I, I like. I mean, I'll advise. My advice is just watch what they're into and sit down with them, and they get so much enjoyment out of. My kids watch a show called Fish Hooks, and they think it really is funny. But I had them show me their favorite episodes, and I sat down on a carpet and I watched this. Me traveling back and forth has got me being mo- the most attentive father. When I am home, and I taught my daughter how to ride a bike, um, which I'd love to touch on briefly, but um, we, I'm, I'm just totally into and really listening. I think I'm at home, I'm brushing them off a little bit and saying, yeah, 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 and involved in my own business. But now that I'm back just for five days at a time, two days at a time, 
I really am focused on what they're in. So anyway, when I sit down and watch a show with them, I was watching their stuff, and they got so excited about telling me what they liked about it and what, um, you know, I get to make fun of. You know, they watch a bunch of those Disney shows, so I get to crap on them a little bit. They watch a show called Jesse. And uh, I don't know. You, I, what is his favorite show? What does no, he no, watch? I hear, no, I hear what you're saying. I mean, that's good advice. Like, watch what they like to watch. I mean, my son loves to watch a lot of movies, but um, I he he'll come over. Shows? Yeah, he watches shows. He watches my niece a lot watches of... watches the boringest shows. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, but... that Asian girl who was like Daria, but not really. Like a knockoff. An Asian knockoff of Daria? Yeah, listen. Yes, come on. Yes, Why does she need to learn Japanese? So no, listen. listen. It's all... It's, it's what, what... You know, Al, you're right. As a parent, you guys sit down. You can watch it with them. I was just trying to go... I, I was trying to relive i was trying to have a you know relive the past for a Wait minute four years yeah Can you imagine so, your dad showing you something like that when you're three years old you'd be crying right you'd be running out no i was i yeah, saw it yeah. when i was eight or nine i was scared so your i was dad showed you caligula when you're three and a half years old you'd be <laughs> freaked out that would be the same thing That's same funny. exact thing this right. um bike riding thing just real quick um let's are we gonna do from, are, we two, are we doing two episodes tonight are no let's cool? just do the one i'm good with the one uh but okay, then, okay, and that's another on. thing you i'd like on. to do folks and as we move forward i'd love to do an episode a week and keep it fresh and current as well because what because of our busy schedules and i'm sure people have caught on to this is like we've been sort of forced to record a couple at one time we may have divulged that but um i'd love to keep it fresh and do them, you know, single episodes as often as we possibly can. So we'll, we'll try to do that as well. Anyway, I was home over this past week and I taught my daughter how to ride a bike and it was going so well. She was just terrified on this bicycle. How old, how old is she? She's five. She just turned six on Monday. So I knew I had to get it done. I had that. I'm. She's still five, technically five. I want to teach her how to ride a bike. And she was such a trooper put on the helmet, taught her how to brake and stop first, walked around with her, killed my back, but brought her to this park that I was calling Daddy and Louisa Park and um, just really just walked her around constantly. And then just gradually she got her balance and then let her go for little spurts at a time. Then she got it. It was amazing how quickly she picked it up and she just took off, rounded a corner Faster than I could have imagined, and I was screaming, oh, no, here she goes, oh, and she went down a hill and uh, went right into a bush, Oh, and uh, it was horrible. I was screaming, break, break, oh, no. <laughs> but that little trooper got right back on, crying. Right into the ambulance. Yeah, right into <laughs> right the, the ambulance. <laughs> no, right back on the bike, and uh, did it again, and then in three days was doing little jumps. That's awesome. And turning around in circles um, from from zero, so I was very proud of that. Yeah. She's headlining and, the Staples Center this weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> X Games. She does that thing where she turns the handlebar and the wheel and does a wheelie. Uh, she, uh, yeah, it's that, got me real. This me being away stuff has got me really um, missing everybody. Well, quite that's a bit, that's that's sure. the toughest part is them learning to like because going is fine, then combining everything. Cause I remember my my youngest brother, he'd learned to, he'd learned to ride, and we lived on this hill. And he got going. He went down the hill, and and I forget. I forget. Like my other brother, somebody was like, "Oh no, he's going!" And he like went, and we're like, "Break, break!" And then he just like turned the he turned the 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 the, the handlebars, and it he flipped over. 
Oh. Landed on his lips, tore his lip open. Ambulance had to come and take him. <laughs> like, oh, he didn't learn how to break. Because you yeah. go from, you really had this moment like, oh my God, she's doing it. She's doing it. She's doing it. Break. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And think of her. She's like, I'm free. Yeah. I can do anything I want yeah. in this world. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. Uh, no. And, and she's sitting there going like, Wait, what, how, what was that? What was that third step thing? Yeah. Tommy? One thing with a B. It begins with a B. The B. Sounds like ache. Yeah. Come on. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Bush? Hilarious, man. She was just uh, panicking. You saw it. And then my big thing when I was teaching her how to break, it's like, don't panic. Don't panic. So I'm going, break, break. Don't panic. Don't panic. <laughs> and I'm freaking out, running behind her as fast as I can. Um, I guess I guess the lesson there is if you're going to teach your kid to ride a bike, make sure there's no downhill slopes nearby. Yeah. no, All it's flat. Because they'll find it. Yeah. Yeah, they will. She <laughs> sought it out. Because I just said, go straight. Go to the top of that little hill. Put your feet down. She turned a corner and shot downhill. <laughs> it was That's hilarious. Um, anyway, um, yeah, uh, Adam, thanks for coming on. Propose to your girlfriend. Join us as a producer, and uh, everything will be. Where, where do we find Adam again? At at proudly resents and proudlyresents.com. Yeah, and people, you guys listen uh, listen to the podcast. It's it's a great podcast. You, you really get to first of all, you you learn about all these crappy movies but secondly it's so fun i had so much fun going on there and just uh, having you know just just crapping on this film and it was, it was me you and um judith benezra Ju- judith benezra who was great and it's just fun it's it's a funny thing that we just sit there and have fun with and you interview some interesting characters from that world right yeah well there's a big movie called the room which is considered the star wars of bad films oh yeah and i got the the writer director the star tommy wiseau he, I interviewed him. That was just a crazy interview because he's a crazy person. But I, since that movie is the worst movie ever made, became really, really popular. Like around the world, it's made some. It plays around the world every month. Um, a guy came out of the woodwork and claims that he actually directed the movie, not crazy person Tommy Wiseau. Wow! So I got an exclusive interview with him, and it, if you're, it's crazy if you've never heard about the film to hear about this guy's logic and just how you can make the world's worst movie. And he answers a lot of the questions about it. So that's called um, I Directed the Room, if you go to the website. and what? And, cool. but, but the website is? Proudlyresents.com. And, you know, uh, Al's on it, Jimmy Dore, Jimmy Pardo, all the Jimmys. So we got some uh, good people. Okay. So check awesome. out Adam and uh, send us emails at minivanmen at gmail.com. Uh, comments, thoughts, ideas, uh, sponsorships. We'll take people it. People are sending a lot of stuff. A website fixed up, everybody, for asking for downloads. Um, we're very close to announce something um, big. and Yeah, big developments with um, minivanmen coming soon. All Thank right. Thank you. Thank you. Cartoon. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.